to Secondhand Film Critics, your favorite source for mildly pretentious, semi-uneducated, and highly unqualified opinions on movies. I am Noah Heisinga, and I am with Kayla Fanoff, and we are your hosts. We are, and today we're talking about The Lion King and Disney live-action remakes in general. That's it. That's it for today. Yep, it's going to be a good time. It really is. I've been listening to the soundtrack, both soundtracks, the original and the remake, all day in order to prepare yourself fully prepare yes yeah i watched the 1994 version today got it i watched a lot of clips and stuff online a lot of the they have like a lot of interviews and stuff with the cast and Mm. stuff john favreau did the classic variety scene breakdown that literally everyone does now yeah so i watched a couple things with that just because i wanted to make sure i was uh fully educated exactly exactly he's such a cool dude by the way he is i love him he's great he seems like a really chill guy i don't like his choices with the lion king which we'll get into but i think he's super cool still a cool guy i mean look at what he did for the mcu i mean the thing is okay he's just really really good at directing mega blockbusters he's a really good director he's really good at bringing in money he knows how to do it. And he just seems like a chill dude I want to hang out with. Yeah, he's great. He seems like an uncle. Like, it'd be weird to see him as a dad. I feel like he's only an uncle. Well, I see him kind of as his character in Spider-Man. And he, I think that's just him. That's how I, I see him in real life. Every interview, he just acts like him. Yeah, just the side mentor that you have who's trying to help you out in life. He was so good in Far From Home. I loved him in Far From Home. He's great. But this isn't a review of Far From Home. Yeah, we're not reviewing Spider-Man or any MCU movies right now. No. We probably will next year when all 15 of them come out. Right. (laughs) Especially in 2021. Oh my gosh. There's like literally seven, I think. I couldn't even believe. I mean, I knew a lot of those movies were coming, but when they made the announcements, I was stoked. They look dope. I'm so glad that they're all like, individual yeah and thank goodness it's just like such a wide universe and i feel like up to this point it's been very focused and kind of revolved around the same thing our same characters at least and now it's gonna be so much more broad they have so much more opportunity to do so many different things yeah it's all been leading to endgame for sure so now it's like the doors are opened Like, they're not really building up to a main event anymore. They kind of can do whatever they want. Right. Which is nice. I'm just really ready for the X-Men to be introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that's the last one, too. They're waiting a a good while. Well, I hope that because it's taking that long, they'll actually do it right. Because I haven't loved all the renditions of X-Men films. And Fantastic Four. Yeah. Let's, Let's hope that's a good one. It could be good could be you never know i mean it's definitely at least gonna be quality see at least we can say that but when it comes down to disney live action remakes which is probably the other biggest blockbuster money sucker compared to marvel another disney property we have less high hopes very much less high hopes Disney's just taking over the box office. I was looking at a Wikipedia article today about the Disney live-action remakes, and they go back a lot farther than you think. They do. All the way to 1994, when The Lion King first came out. Wow. I had never considered the 101 Dalmatians live-actions as Disney live-action remakes. Yeah. I had just kind of forgotten about them, because they happened so long ago. And... Even before that, there's one in 1994, released on Christmas Day, The Jungle Book. Not the John Favreau one, there's another one. Stephen Summers. Good old Stephen Summers coming in with The Jungle Book, which it actually, I don't know if I've ever seen it, but... I have definitely not seen it. From what I see, it's actually got, has good reviews, so... Yeah. I mean, there you go. Then they had the 101 and 102 Dalmatians. Which, like you said, I forgot about those completely. And then it looks like kind of, I mean, there's a 10-year gap in between those three and then Alice in Wonderland, which kind of relaunched mm-hmm. Disney live action. I never even considered Alice in Wonderland a remake, honestly, because it's so different from the original, from the movie. It is. And the book, because 
it's really hard to adapt that into like a feature length film. And I think at the time it wasn't like, oh, live action is going to be this massive new franchise. Yeah. It just felt like Tim Burton wanting to make an Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Movie. Like it, it made sense. And now it's like, well, do we include it in the kind of cluster of yeah, live action? Yeah. Because it came so much before all of the li- actual mm-hmm. live actions that have been coming out recently. I would say this whole live action thing started in 2014 with Maleficent. Yeah. That's probably like the first one. Because after that, we started getting them year every after year. Every year, yeah. I only saw that once when it came out. Yeah, it's been a long time. I don't remember hating it. It's cool that they focused more on her than Sleeping Beauty. Like, yeah. I thought that was really cool. I think that's a good way to kind of approach the live action world is to kind of reimagine it rather than recreate, which I think is what's going to happen with Mulan, hopefully. Yeah, I thought even though Dumbo wasn't great, I thought that was still commendable for trying to do something new. Like, it, it tried, which is better than, than, the, than the Lion King can say. I disagree, but that's okay. I liked Dumb. I liked Tim Burton. It was only a two out of five, but it's still better than many of them. Yeah. Then Cinderella came out, which you haven't seen. I have not seen Cinderella. It's one of the better ones, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah, and I also have only seen parts of The Jungle Book, which mm-hmm. almost seems like a test run for the lion king when you look back at it now in the interview i was watching with john favreau it said after he made jungle book he wanted to use the technology and all the stuff they learned to make lion king okay and he actually pitched lion king to disney to make it like they made jungle book but without mowgli like without any humans so it was actually him that pitched the lion the idea of the live action cgi lion king yeah that doesn't rather surprise than me. disney I mean, but that might just be PR stuff. For all we know, Disney has had this plan since the beginning. But right, it definitely seems like a test run. Everything in the Lion King, effects-wise, is double as good as the Jungle Book was. Yeah. And you had um, Beauty and the Beast, Dumbo, and then most recently we had Aladdin, which... Was awful. It wasn't that good. It was was better than Lion King. Uh, (laughs) That's going to be the bar for every movie I watch now. Barely. It was, it was, I thought that Aladdin at least felt like it was trying. It still was pretty bad. I liked it better than most of them. Like, I liked it better than Beauty and the Beast, which felt super lazy. You liked Aladdin better than Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Okay. Not the, I like the original Beauty and the Beast better than the original Aladdin. Okay. But the remakes, I thought Aladdin was better than Beauty and the Beast. Interesting. Not much, like, very marginally. I was thinking of ranking them on Letterboxd, but they're so close to They're badness. all bad. They're just so all it's just, really you can't really You can't really rank them. Weirdly, Christopher Robin is listed on here as a live action yeah. remake, but that's not really... I mean, it's a reimagining. It has yeah. nothing to do with the original Winnie the Pooh story, which I feel like gives it more weight, in my opinion. I actually had an idea for a Christopher Robin movie or a book when he was older, when I was like 13. I should have I should have capitalized on that. Dang. Should have jumped on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, when I when that got announced, I was like, "Man, I literally I think I still have like when I was 13 on this Google account, I made a folder of a bunch of sources I was using that I was going to like write the story with." So, I have proof. Right, of course. Now, what's crazy about Disney live action is that it was kind of one a year, and then all of a sudden, Dumbo, Aladdin, and Lion King came out. And now, Dude, yes. in the same year, we're also getting Maleficent 2 and Lady and the Tramp. That's cr- that's crazy. That's it's five like... movies. <laughs> Plus the MCU movies. I mean, look at how oh. much money they made on Captain Marvel. Three MCU movies. Spider-Man, Endgame. Like, it's just In the crazy. first half of the year. Yeah, it's Disney. It's like, is what really do they need the all this money for? Like, are they trying to be like, oh, well, we need more money so we can make more original content? No. They're, like, we They're need- using the money so they are allowed, so they can charge only $7 for Disney Plus and kick out Netflix. That's what it is. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Lady and the Tramp, it's actually the one that intrigues me the most only for the fact that it's Disney Plus exclusive and it actually has real animals. So I'm interested only in the fact that it seems it's not like one of 
uh, these last three we've had this year. Though Dumbo, I don't really remember hearing anything about. But most of the Disney live actions are just these huge events that yeah. every other Twitter scroll you see a big trailer for. Like, the movie event of the year. The most recent one is The Lion King. And it definitely seems like the most hyped I've seen from any of them. I think because Lion King is probably one of the biggest ones. Yeah, I mean, they've been showing trailers for it since last summer. Yeah, and like every other month, there's like a new, like, there was like a new poster or a new shot of like one of that cast recording. So it's, this has been, I think, one of the biggest buildups. Aladdin and Dumbo, which also came out this year, I feel like had not as much press behind it. Aladdin a little more than Dumbo, but still not as much as I'm seeing for this. So this is definitely like they're banking on this as a big turning point. Yeah. Let's give a little synopsis for Lion King for those of you who you've probably all seen it, but you might have forgot. I don't know. This is a synopsis for the original, but it's basically the exact same thing. Yeah, same basic plot structure. Lion King tells the story of Simba, a young lion who is to succeed his father Mufasa as king of the Pride Lands. However, after Simba's paternal uncle Scar murders Mufasa, Simba is manipulated into thinking he was responsible and flees into exile. Upon maturation, living with two wastrels. Wow, there you go. Simba is given some valuable perspective from his childhood friend Nala and his shaman Rafiki before returning to challenge Scar to end his tyranny and take his place in the circle of life as the rightful king. All those adjectives in there. Profound. We will be getting into our review and thoughts on The Lion King, which we've kind of already said, but more in depth, right after this ad break. you go first okay what were like your overall thoughts walking out of the theater like the first thing that you thought of um well for the sake of being not completely cynical i mean it's not great (laughs) but you know to give give it the kind of sandwich like the positive first piece of bread is that the animation is cool i mean it is somewhat revolutionary in the way that they're able to create such photorealistic animation Mm. especially in the wide shots and probably the scene that i thought was the most wow factor in animation was literally the little tiny scene of the rat running through the leaves and the water and then scar grabbing him the little they had like a lot of little mice in this movie they looked so good really really good so that i mean that's a positive the the middle is that i mean it just isn't as good as the original yeah which i don't know if anyone expected but it's yeah it's not as good it's just lost a lot of soul like i wouldn't say it's completely soulless but it's lost a lot of the potential to kind of open up a new world it's just like oh okay ironically too because it technically looks more like a real world but it feels more fake yeah so my family and i went and the lady behind us like was literally cackling the whole time like she loved it she was having a great experience shout out to that lady good job yeah i mean like she was having the time of her life watching this fantastic And I don't know if that was from nostalgia or if she really loved it. To a certain audience, it's successful. And I don't want to discredit people that enjoy it. People seem to love it. Every review I'm reading is like, I cried 36 times. I'm like, oh my. I cried zero times. I think those people also just loved the first one and haven't seen it in so long. I think that's the thing is like they just haven't seen it 
in 10 years and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. the Lion King again. And then they just, I don't know. Just re-released the Lion King. <laughs> well, yeah, it's definitely a crowd pleaser, but any movie that you're going to release that is a remake of a widely loved movie is going to be a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Right. Visual effects, I would agree, definitely are great. I mean, in in most scenes. In most scenes. There are scenes that it's like, what is happening? When Mufasa dies and it goes in slow motion, I audibly <laughs> There were a couple times I um, laughed at I didn't, stuff. I didn't, I didn't mean to, but I did. My dad, after it, we were just talking, like, casually, and he did not realize that it was CG. He literally thought that it was real life. So, <laughs> I mean, if you don't, if you're not up to date, then maybe, maybe people are going to this and like, wow, they really got those lines to move their mouths. Wow, they trained them so well. Honestly, if it was real lines, I probably would be a little more impressed, but... The visual effects are definitely good. I expect at least a nomination at the Oscars for that. Yes, yeah. If you watch that video of Jon Favreau breaking down the opening scene, it's really interesting how he talks about it. He said they wanted to make like a nature documentary, but with Lion King songs, I don't know. (laughs) Which I guess it was, I guess he did it. I mean, that's what it looks like. It looks like Planet Earth or a National Geographic you know, TV special. It looks like boring Planet Earth footage with Lion King songs. Yeah, right. I don't think there's any arguing that it's an impressive, like, technical spectacle, if you want to say that. There was a couple shots I thought were really good, like, framing-wise. There was one, well, two shots in particular, that once after Mufasa died and Simba was in a desert, uh, he was, like, walking on, um, like, a, the crest of a... Oh, yeah, the sand dune. Of, a, of the sand dune. And he was walking more towards the side where it was shadowed, um, and the other side was light. So he was, like, walking on the shadows. And then on the way back, when he was running with Nala, he was running on the same sand dune, but on the light side. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. There was little stuff like that where I could be like, okay, that's a that's good. Yeah. It was good cinematography. Good, like, te- like, technically, everything in this movie was, like, it was fine. It was good. Even though it was kind of unnecessary, it was cool, I guess, with the tuft of hair of Simba, like the way it got to Rafiki. Yeah, which is not how it happened in the original. Yeah. It was. It looked good. It just, I was watching it and I zoned out literally twice in that montage and I zoned back in. I was like, what is happening? It was like in the middle of the movie, this following this ant, these ants, I was so confused. Like, so it looked good, but it also was basically pointless. Well, um, and what's crazy is that it was so much longer than the original it's so much longer and nothing else happens. Well, and when I was watching the other one, they cut out so much dialogue. I didn't, I know it was going around or they've called it a shot by shot remake. Mm-hmm. I don't know who started calling it a shot by shot remake. If that was John Favreau. The first trailer was like almost exactly like the first trailer for the right. original. And the trailer was a shot for shot. So people were like, oh no, this is a shot for shot movie. Yeah. Because everyone has called this a shot by shot remake. And then you watch the original and it's like... It's not. Mm, you're wrong. The only thing that's shot for shot is the like opening scene, I would say. Well, yeah. And there's a couple other scenes that are are pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. But all the kind of inner working dialogue, you know, banter between characters is so different. Yeah. It's a lot less working off each other. And the voice acting is pretty bland in this. So I don't know where all the extra time came from. I guess it came from scenes like that where, yeah, you know, the they do two minutes of just landscape or the ants crawling across yeah. the land. I think just everything was slower. It was the same story, but just slower. Yeah, they slowed down the pacing of the songs too, I noticed. Yeah, they slowed down the tempo for sure. Listening back to Bath, you could tell. The one, like, the my two biggest things with The Lion King, the original, in between Simba's transition, like, as a kid, I always wanted more from that. And I wanted more showing Scar overtaking the Pride Lands. Yeah. Because, like, in the original, it was only, like, him on a rock, and they just told you everything that happened. Which we did get more of Scar taking over the Pride Lands in the remake. A little bit, but it still felt really condensed in that everything just happened on the rock. And it was like him him eating and the hyenas just lurking and the lions looking in the back like sad. I don't know. Yeah. There was nothing else with Simba and Timon. It was the same exact 
thing that happened in the song where they're walking across. Yeah. Um, but it was worse in that it wasn't a slight transition. It was like he was a kid and then they just moved to a shot where he was an adult. So that was pretty disappointing. So all of, they didn't expound on the plot or make it better. Yeah. They just did the same thing but slower, which I thought was kind of disappointing. Yeah. I was hoping that the extra 30 minutes would go into even more development of the characters. <laughs> Definitely. Rather than just ants walking around. Yeah, I think the problem is when you just get into the kind of realism, photorealistic animation, and you're trying to make it more, I don't know, like real animals, but it's like real animals don't talk anyway, so why does it matter? Like, why can't you just have them still doing funny, goofy things? Yeah, they were really boring. They didn't do any, they were literally just... They were literally lions. Because it also cut out a lot of just funny character dialogue, which is why I think the characters lost so much personality. Yeah. Like, the scene where... Well, there's a lot of scenes, but the beginning scene where Zazu is with Scar, he... <laughs> Z or Scar grabs Zazu in his mouth, like he's inside his mouth, and he sticks his beak <laughs> out when yeah, he passes yeah, yeah. on. I love that. His beak is talking out of Scar's mouth, and it's like impeccable timing mm -hmm. and it's like <laughs> what why couldn't we have that in you know the photorealistic version like that's something that i don't you know yeah because lions don't really eat birds duh right 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 yeah you have to make it real it has to be real the only characters i thought that were good that did it well were um uh john oliver and uh, seth rogan yep and Billy Eisner. Those were yep. the only three. Best ones. Best characters and best voice acting in the whole new one. The it was they were great. I thought they were really funny. I loved when they were like, Why don't we keep going? And Pumbo was like, And then you've grown four hundred pounds since we started the song. So I thought that was a really funny like self reference like of how Simba it just all of a sudden just yeah. grew up in like the middle of the montage. Um, so they were really funny. I thought they were good. And like you said, the voice acting for them was the only one in the movie where it felt like just good. Yeah. The voice acting in this was pretty bad. I'm going to say it. Not my favorite. Beyonce just needs to probably stick to singing or I don't know. <laughs> I love your I love your music, but not. Yeah, not to hate on Beyonce, but like. She's not a voice actor. It was just, and even Donald Glover, it was just so, like, boring. It was the most monotone way to deliver a line. Yeah. Of all. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Now, can we talk about the hyenas? I was disappointed by the hyenas. Because I had a lot of problems with the hyenas. The hyenas in the original were so good. And... Well, and I think what's so funny about them is you have, I don't know which one is the one that's, like, dumb. But you have that one who's like mm -hmm. chewing on his own leg. And, and his voice is his so funny. His tongue is hanging out. And like his <laughs> eyes are on opposite sides of his head. He's like a dog. He's a dog. Yeah. And uh, I mean they kind of made him look somewhat, I guess, different than the other hyenas. But it's like, uh, I just love him so much in the original. And he makes me laugh. And the hyenas were too smart in the remake. And they were, their voices, like, there was some, there was, like, that funny, like, gag about how they, the one would always, like, sit too close to the other one. But yeah. their voices were just boring. Like, they didn't, it was, it was, like, he would sit next to him and he was like, excuse me, what are you doing? And it was, like, <laughs> it was such a boring way to deliver a line. And they just looked so, ah, uh, it was not good. Yeah, yeah and I also, like, they made the, I guess, the female hyena was almost like the queen of the hyenas in the remake yeah she whereas was. in the original it was just kind of the three of them yeah um she definitely was the leader like which uh, what which uh, i mean i i'm fine with that it's just like very it changes the way the hyenas work and it changed a lot of their dialogue mm -hmm. they didn't well. seem as much like the like a pack like a tribe of three they always were pretty tight in the original but i did like that it kind of gave more character to the rest of the hyena kind of squad yeah it made the hyenas a lot more of a threat i feel like than in the original because yeah you felt like the presence of all of them rather than just the three stupid ones but i did miss the line where the hyenas are there and then simba and nala are running off and then 
they are talking about eating them for dinner, and one of them is like, hey, did we order this dinner to go? Because there it goes. <laughs> and I was like, That's how so good? good? How good uh, is that? Classic line. How did you think uh, the music was? What was your thoughts about the music? I mean, it was bad. It was pretty bad. It was like, I was listening to it today after I watched it. I listened to it back to back. I was like, this is fine. But in the movie, it's 10 times worse because the visuals don't match up to the music. Yeah. Like, and I just can't wait to be king. It's such a better song when paired with the way they animated it in the original. Then in the remake, they're just walking around, you know? Well, because in the original, they have, you know, choruses of giraffes and they're riding on ostriches. Mm -hmm. and they're... The hippos stepping make like the drum sounds. Yeah, and the rhino sits on Zazu and it's like almost a big theatrical number. Whereas this is like Nala and Simba just kind of hopping. They put, through. yeah, ex the same thing that you're we saying. They just took footage of lions walking and then they put a lion king song on it and they were like this works it's lion king and i don't want to trash on kids but <laughs> the kid who played young simba <laughs> i'm sorry but he's just not very good yet and that's not to say he can't be talented or he doesn't have natural talent he sounds like he has potential but he's not there yeah i mean he can't sing <laughs> and <laughs> his yeah. i mean his voice just compared to young simba in the original is just not he did not deliver lines very well and maybe that's partly the way it was directed you know a problem with direction i don't know but it's like okay this is a disney movie you have all this money to hire beyonce and donald yeah. over to be in it and you couldn't even find a kid who can actually sing yeah did you notice how like the voices were 10 times louder in the new versions than in the old one. They're so loud. Like in the circle of life, whatever whoever sings the new version is like blaring in my ears. I can't, you can't even hear the, the background. It's like just the voice and drums. Oh my word. Yeah, like it was mixed pretty poorly. Yeah, like it was mixed a lot more like a modern like 2019 pop song than um, like a musical number. Which is what it was. I mean, all the music was recorded like 2019. Yeah. Pop music. Hakuna Matata was literally easily the worst song in the remake for me. Okay. I think it was probably one of the better ones. I didn't like it. I, the voice, Seth Rogen's voice was really bad. I mean, I he sings it like Seth Rogen. <laughs> I love, but, and then you listen to the original and it's so much, I was like dancing and then I'm like the other, yeah. <laughs> now, I think my biggest problem, and this may just be me. Okay, so in Disney movies, Disney villain songs are always, like, this big number. And every Disney villain gets its one song that's, like, you know, riling up his minions to take over, whatever. It's a classic trope. Yeah, Be Prepared is probably one of the best Disney villain songs. It's a pretty great song. I mean, it's a good song. And they gypped uh, so hard. I was... I was sitting there, and he starts singing it, and I was like, what? No, no, no. This isn't the beginning. Like, are you kidding me? And then it ended in, like, I mean, it was over in, like, two minutes. And I was like, you really just cut out two whole minutes It was low-key beat poetry. Song. It was just, uh, it was spoken word. Oh, my goodness. It made me so mad. I think it would have been better if this was, if we didn't know the original song. Like, it would have been better. But since we yeah. know the original and how powerful and awesome it is, it's pretty underwhelming and it doesn't feel like as big a statement the yeah because the whole original and again this falls under the colors of of having photorealistic is you can't you know play around with all the green yeah lights the green lights is awesome green and you can't have stuff exploding and you can't have smoke mm -hmm. and you can't have the hyenas marching around like an army yeah. and and like i get that but it's again falls under the like you know you're sacrificing yeah so much for photorealism which like but they really didn't need to cut out half of his song no they could have done it scar is so cool and they just really screwed and it's up. not like he can't sing like he sung a couple lines it made me really mad i yeah. was upset for me i thought hakuna matata was the worst i'll let i know people like that one but the worst one i think that everyone should agree on is can you feel the love tonight was 
super underwhelming for me. Yeah. I mean, like, you have Beyonce. And Donald Glover. And Donald Glover. <laughs> and you're singing it like... Uh, Their voices just didn't mix. I didn't... It was weird. Well, and it was also shot during the day. That was awful. <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, why is this... These wide shots... I mean, Timon starts singing and it's... The sun is shining down and he's like, can you feel the love tonight? And it's like... No, because it's the, it's the day. <laughs> Can you feel the love today? That's the new one. Yeah. It's not like they, it's not, yeah, it's not like they would have been like, well, we don't want to reshoot it. You know, that's a lot of money. They literally could have made it nighttime. Just redone the, oh my gosh. Well, they made the choice to do it during the day in the first place. Like, why? And did, <laughs> did no one like watch it and say, hmm. <laughs> Maybe this should be Maybe during the nighttime. <laughs> we shouldn't do this. Yeah, that was... Mm, that's really funny. I don't know. Maybe people will think it's a little weird if we sing Can You Feel the Love Tonight? During the day. And the sun is blazing. The sun's blazing, and it's these wide shots where you can't even see the lions, barely. Just, like, running around. I liked the 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 new Beyonce song they put in was passable. That was fine. Yeah, it, it was, was okay. I mean, it wasn't like... They used, like, two seconds of it, but... Yeah, it wasn't, like, amazing, and they also just had it when they were just running across the desert. And yeah, like, I think, the like, the song itself is better. What is it called? Spirit? Spirit, it's like, yeah. I mean, that's all we heard. It was just, like, spirit, spirit, spirit. spirit. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> the song is, like, four and a half minutes, and they played, like, two, 20 seconds. And yeah. all it was was her saying something about a spirit, spirit. and I was like, uh... I didn't even... <laughs> Yeah. In the movie, it didn't work, but the song itself was fine. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that she has this whole album out promoting it, but I didn't hear anything about it until it actually released. Yeah. It's like they were trying to do the Black Panther thing with Kendrick, and they didn't really do it. (laughs) Uh, Well, I thought one line that was funny that wasn't in the original was when Timon was on Puma's back and he was doing the, like, Be Our Guest thing. Yeah. That was not in the original. I thought that was funny. I thought it was funny. Every That's the line that got the most laughs yeah. from, from everyone, I think. I thought it was funny, but it also was... It felt a little too self-referential, but it was. I was like, whatever, I don't care. It's a Disney movie. But you know what they cut out of that one? That was an old Disney reference. Was Zazu was in this animal carcass cage mm-hmm. in the cave with yeah. scar which they completely cut that out yeah and scar was like sing a song or something and zazu starts singing it's a small world and he's like no 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 not that song that's great <laughs> and i was like man what that's a, great a funny part. line and yeah you... and the b the br guest thing was funny it just seemed like a little too on the nose for me the timon and pumbaa felt pretty self-aware in this movie like they were the only ones that realized how weird of a movie they're in you know like, yeah they were kind of that character for sure trying to think of anything else the final battle was kind of lame it yeah was, i mean it was okay i couldn't even tell who was who at half the time it was so dark but it was i fine. loved the and the, did you lo- listen to the big pictures mm-hmm. podcast on this so they referenced how the females kind of had their moment of like all right, ladies, let's there take Avenger, him. There are Avengers Endgame moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I thought that was funny because I was like, yep, missed that. Went right over my head, but I see it now. Yeah, yeah. You had Beyonce delivering it monotonely like, let's go get them. <laughs> I love when Simba's like, um, you're trying to sound like my father. He's like, at least one of us is. And then just <laughs> runs away. It <laughs> <laughs> I think there was probably four moments I just put my head in my hands. I was like, oh my gosh. There was this scene <laughs> where right before they go into the battle where uh, Timon and Pumbaa, I guess in this one they just made Pumbaa be the live bait, but in the original where Timon is like, he goes, live bait? It's like, what do you want me to do? Dress in drag and do hula? And, and then, then he, goes, he puts on a hula skirt and Pumbaa has like the apple in his mouth. And like, that's another, I mean, it's just another moment that we miss if you turn on the... Yeah, they took out a lot of the charm and the stuff that made the original great and they didn't really replace it with anything. 
That's what I felt. Yeah, and I think there were some scenes that kind of showed you glimpses of it. Yeah, there was like a couple, but then they fell out of place because it's like, why is this in here? But this isn't. Like, I chuckled when they were doing the, I don't remember if it was during Hakuna Matata or the In the Jungle song. And the like little antelopes. Yeah. Oh, the (laughs) the lion sleeps tonight. That whole scene was definitely the best scene in the movie. I loved that scene. And that one was a scene that I was like, you know what? This actually kind of almost captures this kind of Disney heart. Yeah, that was a great scene. I liked that scene. And then Nala ruined it by jumping in. Yeah, I just wish the whole movie had been more fun and lighthearted. I mean, I could not imagine taking a five-year-old to see this movie. My three-year-old sister went. She liked it, I guess. I don't know. Like, it just is long and the- It's so boring. And the lions are also so scary when they're They're... realistic, in my opinion. Mm Mm-hmm. I just think it's a lot. Yeah. Bottom line, like, I didn't like it, but everyone I went with had a great time, and it's like, Okay, you know, I see what Disney's trying to do, besides that they just want to make a ton of money. I guess, even though I made the joke about it before, I guess I'd rather than... On one hand, I'd rather them do this than just re-release the movies. But on the other hand, I'd also just obviously rather them make new movies. Yeah. In the same style, like, make a visually realistic movie set in the jungle or Africa or whatever, but just make a different movie. Well, and it's... It's funny because everyone feels that way, like, more so even now. It's like the more they do, the more people are like, we want original content. But, but everyone still, still sees it. I mean, sees. and not like we didn't see it. <laughs> right. I mean, like, I'm in the pool. Like, I'm going to go see it anyway. But also, I go see a lot of movies. It's not like I'm only seeing Lion King and Dumbo and Aladdin. Like Right. Like, I'm seeing other good mm-hmm. movies, too. Yeah, I don't think... You should feel like a bad if you watch this movie, but also just watch other movies too. Now, it's already the sixth highest grossing film of mm-hmm. the year. It's made a lot of money. It's not too far. I mean, it smashed Aladdin opening yeah, weekend. Yeah, and I expected that for sure. Right now, it says the total gross is $243 million. Mm-hmm. And Aladdin's total gross is three hundred and forty-one. Oh, so it's definitely gonna pass Aladdin. I mean, it's only a hundred million behind Aladdin, and it's only been out for a week. Aladdin did actually not very good in the U.S. I think, but they had a lot of success overseas, and I think The Lion King also has that going yeah. for it. But also is will be really successful here. I mean, at this pace. It's set, I mean, if it can hold up, it's set to, I mean, it could even beat out Toy Story. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but I also could see it not beating it, but I think... I think it'll be close. I think it's definitely going to be pretty close. Which Um, is crazy. Yeah, I could see this being something that people kind of just keep going to, just because it's the only thing there, and they're like, oh, I like the songs. I'm going to watch Lion King. Well, and there also aren't a whole lot of other kids' movies out right now. Exactly, yeah, for sure. And especially ones that have music, because that's like a big thing that people want to do if they want to bring their kids to something, because a lot of kids just like music. So they're yeah. like, they want to bring them to something that has some songs. So, yeah. Can we just first two seconds talk about how bad the opening shot was messed up? <laughs> it wasn't even centered. It was like to the left all the way. I was so disappointed. I think what disappointed me most about the opening was how... Like the opening normally is like a nice sunset and everything is so colorful. It's it was so bright. It was like bright outside. Like even now, I mean that's that opening from the original is so iconic. Everyone knows it. When there's a nice sunset in real life, normal people are like, oh, like you know what I mean, and everyone knows what they're talking about because it's that first note that's iconic and there's a sun like sunset and it's like okay but kayla sunsets don't work like that in real life no apparently they have to be real but they gotta be real what's crazy to me is because like i've seen a lot of great sunsets (laughs) it's not like 
sunsets can't be colorful because they i mean they yeah. like all their sunsets their sunrises whatever and their skies were yeah. just kind of plain and i'm like okay i've never been to africa so i don't know <laughs> what the sun what the sun's like in africa but i mean we get nicer sunsets here than they made in this photorealistic yeah. in the in the breakdown of a shot he, john favreau also talked about this they were he like showed the wide angle shot of them and he was talking about the sky like and this, this is one of the prettier skies in the movie, but we tried, I really wanted to keep it simple for the skies because a lot of times when I watch movies and with pretty skies, I think it's not realistic because there's not a lot of skies like that. I, we tried to keep the skies really plain so people would think it was, Why? that was a literal quote. They tried to keep the skies boring to be real. That is the dumbest thing. That's the worst director decision he's ever made. Even worse than casting Beyonce as Nala. <laughs> and worse than, like, when, I mean, all the close-up shots of them talking, it was like, I feel like they should not be talking right now. They look, The lions like look they like they're about up. to fall asleep the whole movie. They looked so yeah, bored. I mean, the, uh, the wide shots were good. The wide shots were pretty I'll good. i with that. Except for the ones with the sun. I didn't like the fake time-lapse shots. Those are weird. It is what it is. It's been made. The animators did a good job. They did it. For the most part. Besides Maleficent and Lady and the Tramp, the next two live action are Mulan, which we already talked about. Looks good. Mulan is one of the only ones that I feel like could be good. Mm-hmm. And we also have Corella, which is a remake of 101 Dalmatians, but I think is going to be, they said it's going to be more focused on uh, Corella. So. Uh, isn't Emma Stone in that? If she is, I will be happy. I think I she will is. Not. Yeah, I think she's playing Corella. You won't be happy. That's for one that. of our main differing movie opinions. But at least those two seem to be trying to do different things. Like we Yes. And that's good. And Somewhat, Little Mermaid they're yeah. trying to cast it different, which is cool. I mean, we have no idea what that's gonna be like. Yeah. Until they have tons of apparently there's a it says there's a Lilo and Stitch remake in the works. And Sword in the Stone for Disney Plus. A uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, Snow White. There there's no stopping. I mean, and I saw on Twitter yesterday that they're doing Atlantis because Oh yeah, they are. I saw that Tom Holland was rumored to play Milo. Out of all these movies, I just want a Treasure Planet remake. Can we just have that and it'll be good? It's one of the most underrated Disney movies. Why is there no Treasure Planet remake? I want Treasure Planet, Brother Bear, and Tarzan. Those are the only three I want. Interesting. And they're not, e they're not even here. And there's an untitled Jungle Book sequel by with Jon Favreau. Nice. Why? I think Jon Favreau and Andy Serkis should team up. That would be cool. Because I feel like Andy Serkis really understands... Wasn't Andy Serkis in Jungle Book? I probably am wrong about that, actually. He did the other Jungle Book. He did the other one, right. The one that came out on Netflix, Mowgli. Yes, okay, so... That used, act, like, motion tracking mm -hmm. for the animals. Yeah, I remember hearing about... You talked about that. You told me about that, yeah. Yeah, which was kind of weird. But I feel like if you combine that with the animation of Lion King, yeah, it just is all around more natural. Maybe that's what the Jungle Book sequel will be. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I'm happy that the Mulan looks different and quote unquote original. Well, and it's not going to be a musical. Yeah, the, no musical, no dragon, which people are mad about, but I like that because um, as much as we've talked about the photo real things, I think the worst part of Aladdin was how the genie looked like weird in comparison to what they were yeah, trying to do. Yeah, I mean it's different when you have humans. Yeah, for sure. In your live action because animating humans with fake animals is weird. Is a not a great mix. Yeah. And we saw that in Aladdin with Abu and the genie. And it's different comparing that and just making the sky pretty, you know. I mean, look at the Dora trailer with boots honestly hot take Bad. the dora trailer i uh, that played before lion king i enjoyed more than lion king i've just seen it so many times the trailer so many times now i just i'm actually think that movie's probably pretty cool. uh guilty pleasure like a two out of five i mean i'll probably go see definitely. it definitely but what was your star rating you gave this one star out of five yeah okay i think i gave it two yeah you gave it two um a star for the animation Half a star for Seth Rogen and John Oliver. 
and half a star for <laughs> Disney. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's hard yeah, to think of things. A half a star for just, I mean, like, okay, maybe a star and a half for animation. Yeah. In some of the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And it's like, I can't judge this on any merits that it has that the original already had. Like, oh, wow, the, it's such a powerful message, which actually, I don't really think The Lion King is that good of a story. Yeah, it's an okay story. It's, it's, it's not, I'm not as hot on it as other people are. But I can't judge it on any of like the things, those things, because it does them, but worse. And it's not trying anything new. I don't know how to talk about this movie without just ranting and not say, and saying yeah, anything. I don't want to get into too much ranting about it. I'd recommend it to a family that just, if it's raining outside and you have literally nothing else to do and you don't own the original Lion King and you've never seen the Lion King. Or you don't have access to movies like Coco or Inside Out. If you literally don't have access to any movie besides this, then okay, you can see it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> or if you're the lady that sat behind me. I'm sure she's already seen it twice. Uh, yeah, I mean, she, her family, I don't know if her family loved it as much as she did, but, like, good for her. She's the prime audience. If the, Even though this movie's terrible, at least that she liked it. Yeah. It was not the worst movie of the year. It was close. I think in my ranking I put it, like, fifth to last. Out of movies of the year? I don't know. Year. Out of movies I've seen all year, I think my worst is some movie I saw on Hallmark. Oh, I'm not counting Hallmark movies in my 2019 movies ranked. Because they're not technically wide release movies. They're just TV movies. <laughs> I counted a Logan Paul movie in my ranked, so I guess I can't speak on <laughs> Oh, I did not see that. It was better than Lion King. <laughs> I have it at 28 out of 48. Let me see what I got mine as. So I have it just below Aladdin. And just above Guava Island. I have it below Aladdin for sure. I think I had it actually below Guava Island. but It's above see. Dumbo though. I had it below Dumbo. <laughs> I've seen a lot of um, half star movies this year. I have it as like 20 out of t with Dumbo would be 25. Above um, Wine Country. Wine Country. Always Be My I Maybe. Which pretty low. Yeah. I think that out of the Disney live action movies... Looking through them all, this was probably my least favorite Interesting. one. Interesting. Well, yes, yeah. for sure. No question. This is my last. I'd be like that sometimes. I think that the animation was good, but everything else was not. I could get behind it being like third or fourth to last, though. But it's definitely one of the worst ones. Yeah. As soon as as October 18th with Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Which we'll probably not talk about on the podcast, no. but we may talk about Lady and the Tramp, depending on... Yeah. Well, we might... Maybe we should just do, like, a whole thing on Disney Plus when it launches. And that yeah. will be part of it, because it's launching with Disney Plus. Do you want to get into today's movie recommendations? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I went first last time. I will go first. I did prepare one this time. Nice. All right. My movie recommendation for you and your family... And for anyone who likes to watch movies, is My Life as a Zucchini, wow. which is a stop. I've been wanting to see that. You need to watch it. It's on Netflix. I should. I know. I uh, yeah. I should watch it right after I record this. Yeah, it's it was made in 2016. It is a stop motion, so it's animated. Um, but it's basically about this kid whose name is Zucchini. Wow. And his mother is an alcoholic. And she dies. And he kind of gets taken in by this police officer and goes into an orphanage. There you go. And it's kind of about his his life and his growth from that. It's super cute, super heartwarming. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's 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 a great If you film. like zucchinis, then it's a recommendation for you. I gave it four and a half stars. There you go. Wow. Look at that. So it's one of my top rated films. My life as a zucchini. So see that instead of Lion King. If you have Netflix, it's free, so there you go. My recommendation is The Endless Summer, a surfing documentary from 1966. And this one is on my watch list. I rated this one 4 out of 5. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. It's weird because the cover is the cover of like the sequel. They also have the sequel listed, so you gotta do a little hunting, but it's there. Interesting. 
Yeah, I'll I'll watch that. Really uh, great summer movie. It made me like tired, but in a good way. Such like a 60s documentary. The voiceover in like the dad jokes are uh, 10 out of 10. The only thing I'll say is because it was made in the 60s when they there's the beginning, like the first place they go is Africa. It's a little little right little racist in hmm. 60s racist. It's like they're trying to be hip, but they're not. So if you could just overlook that, don't, that, that's not good. After that, it's fine. It's fine. That's a little iffy. I, my quote in my review is, uh, the 60s really were a wild time for white dudes. So <laughs> that's my, yeah, that's, take it with context. That's the review. Really good for just summer. Like, I don't think I would have liked it as much if I'd watched it in the winter. Give us a full five star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Make sure to stream subscribe follow download all the things tell your friends we have um a social media a twitter account second hand film is that let me actually i don't even know if i have that right is that the handle second hand film second hand film there you go at secondhand film. Wait, wait. I don't know if that's right. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I didn't look it up. It is as at secondhand film. At secondhand film. We have two followers, and those two followers are your hosts. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tune in to our next episode where we talk about the biggest summer blockbusters. Summer's coming to an end, and we're gonna wrap it all up with, with- movies that you can spend your last few days before school or not having vacations anymore watching yeah watch the the final summer blockbusters yeah from jaws to lion king (laughs) (laughs) two totally different kinds of sfx one out of five to five out of five i'm kayla and i'm noah and And we're we're your your second hand film critics. critics